Delano's top of the week. It's that time of the week when we have Delano in the studio to look at um, the, some of the stories that are happening in the news. We check out some events that are coming up in Luxembourg. And there's always a personal pick from whoever is in that week. This week, for the first Delano top of the week of 2023, we have Tracy Heinrichs with us. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, Tom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. And welcome back. Uh, we're going to be having a look, a little bit of a look at uh, the year ahead in Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. So what are, we, what are we talking about today? Um, yes, yeah, so... 2023 will be a busy year in general um, because on the wider spectrum of course we still have the war in Ukraine and it's hard to predict an end date and the repercussions this will have on the global economy Um, and in Europe in general there's likely to be a recession this year as well and even if Luxembourg might not fall into that category um, it might still be impacted indirectly well it will still be impacted in any case But um, in Luxembourg itself, um, there are also many changes. As Francisca mentioned before, the minimum social wage has been increased uh, for trained and untrained workers. And uh, child benefits have also been adapted um, in light of the inflation. Um, Wakes indexations should also be taking place in the first quarter uh, in April and uh, probably a third one towards the end of the year, Static uh, reckons. And then uh, another measure uh, that was decided during the September tripartite, um, which was the reduction of the VAT, um, will also, well, has started being applicable since yesterday, uh, th- which means that essentially um, VAT of like 17% will go down to 16% until the end of the year, and other rates are also adapted. But then, um, in 2023 we also have two uh, election cycles so the first one on june 11th uh, which will be the communal elections and then on october 8th which will be the national ones so while the latter ones remain uh, only accessible to luxembourg citizens above the age of 18 um, since last year it has become easier for non-luxembourgish residents to participate in the communal elections um because last year they voted on uh, cutting out the condition that people had to live in Luxembourg for at least five years before they could register to vote. Um, but even if you can vote, you also have to remember to register and you have to do this before April the 16th. Okay, so two elections coming up in Luxembourg this year. Um, on the 11th of June, local elections and then the national election on the 8th of October. Um, mm-hmm. And as you just said, interestingly, for the first time, uh, non-Luxembourg nationals can vote in those um, local elections this year. Well, they could already vote before. Mm-hmm. It's just that now you don't have to wait five years uh-huh. after moving in to okay. actually Okay, so newly, newly arrived. Yeah. And what about if you... There, there's also another way that people can get their voices heard until those elections. Is that right? Um, yes, so um, for those who would like to express their thoughts on where Luxembourg should go uh, from now until 2050, um, Luxembourg Strategy, so that's a directorate in, within the economy ministry, um, has launched a survey in December and it runs until, I believe, the 16th of January, so two weeks from now. And um, basically, they want to have the population's opinion on the challenges and opportunities that Luxembourg will have in the next, was it like 20 odd years? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, yes, yeah, so basically the survey is based on three scenarios that um, Luxembourg strategy presented some time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is the scenario of the social economic sleepwalker. This is the scenario of complacency towards social and ecological challenges. So this would mean that we're not doing anything to, to improve housing, mobility, workforce shortages. Um, and this will lead to a, well, could lead to a failure in undergoing a green and digital transition. Um, so this could make the wealth gap worse that exists in Luxembourg and also mean that we would completely fail to meet climate targets. And then the second path is the path of uh, bioregional circularity, where a profound transformation of the system leads to a smaller income gap, um, greener financial sector, and also a workforce that covers all the existing shortages by being multi-skilled. And then the third one, which is the techno-digital optimism scenario, um, foresees a population of 1 million and 200,000 people in the country um, by 2050. And um, it also features a very precarious housing and labor market. And the excessive cost of living in Luxembourg would potentially drive people away from the country and uh, mean that we're not meeting the targets towards a sustainable future. So are these, these are all um, possible futures for Luxembourg that people are being asked questions about. Um, yes. and their opinions on how we may or may not arrive at those situations. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so so the future will likely be a mix of those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the government wants, well, what the economy ministry wants to find out is um, what people w- themselves would do in any of those scenarios mm-hmm. and, uh, well, what they think is more likely to happen in Luxembourg. And based on these opinions they want to present, well, to formulate and present an, uh, a strategic vision for 2050, and they will do so in March. Okay. So it would be ideal if many people participate, because then we could get a variety of opinions and thoughts, and these would feed into mm-hmm. potential vision for the future. So quite, quite a big opportunity to, to have your say on how you think things uh, should be run in the country in the next, I think it's 28 27 years and we're in 2023 now thank you for yeah this. <laughs> uh, so uh, are there any limitations on who can take this survey um not really i mean you have to be above the age of 16 mm-hmm. uh, so you don't have to be 18 which is great i think because those well 16 year olds will be the adults in 2050 mm-hmm. um and anyone who is impacted by the economy in luxembourg can participate so this obviously includes then cross-border workers too Okay, and have you taken the survey yourself? I have, and um, honestly, if you know the scenarios, which you can find in an article we wrote on our website, um, if you know the scenarios, it really just takes 20 minutes at most to answer. Um, It's not much time out of your day to just participate. Okay, so maybe a little bit of research ahead. A good Mm -hmm. way to do that would be to head to Delana's website and find the article. Exactly. Okay, great. Um, So just a reminder, that's the... Um, Luxembourg Strategy Survey. Um, where can people find it? Um, well, I will provide a link on our article. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's online. You just have to so Google it. it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm going to play a track now. And when we come back, we're going to look at some events that you've uh, picked out for listeners in this first week of the year. Uh, this one was a request that came in from Derek. He wants to hear some Shocking Blue and Venus.
That is Shocking Blue and Venus. For Derek, who got in touch on the text, Happy New Year, Derek, and thank you for sending that one in to us. Uh, we're back in the studio with Tracy Heinrichs from Delano for Delano's Top of the Week. And right now we're going to look at some events that she's picked out for you guys to check out in Luxembourg this week. So what have we got first, Tracy? Um, so this week uh, you can still get a look at the Bal de Paris at the Grand Théâtre de la Ville de Luxembourg. So this is a virtual reality spectacle that's immersive and uh, it's running until Saturday, so the 7th. Um, so it's won some awards, so it's, I think it's definitely worth having a look if you can and if you're interested, I suppose, in VR and how far it can go. And then uh, the other event that's happening throughout the week and throughout the month is the Cinematheque's must-see movies of 2022. Essentially, they will be showing films um, that they think deserve a bit more screen time that came out in 2022. So this could be Licorice Pizza, The Northman, Drive My Car and others. Um, it's running from the 4th to the 21st. So you can have a look there on their planning. And then on Saturday as well, you have the Blondine Waltman piano concert at the Schumfabrik in Kiel. Um, Waltman has won nine international competitions and she will be performing um, scores by Schubert and Litz. Great. So all of those events can be found on the Delano website on the agenda section mm -hmm. um, and we will be posting links to them with the article um, with the yeah with the recording of this which is going to go up after the show exactly cool so we're going to end things with a personal recommendation and you've got a track for us today yes so today i'm going to recommend all my loving by paku um there's not much on the internet about him again i found someone that has quite a small following it seems um but he's from vienna in austria and um he's been growing his audience since he started in 2021 and i just saw this clip this video clip for which was an animation for his song on, on um, instagram and i thought it was really cool so i thought i would recommend that today great the magic of social media <laughs> great to get uh, good to give him some exposure on the show here uh thank you for coming in today for this first Delano top of the week uh, of 2023 and happy new year next week we'll be having you or one of your colleagues in for another one i right, see you next week thanks here is paku with all my loving Oh, 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 oh,